and welcome to Men in Charge. I'm Kevin Decker. And I'm Tony Flynn. We don't have a lot of time here, so let's use that time by me not talking and Kevin talking about his big bumper-to-bumper script today, the Pox and Phlegm News Conference on Men. That's right. Uh, It sounds like one of my classes, Tony, where the students cede all their time to me to talk (laughs) for an hour and a half. Yeah, so this is a uh, radio play length episode with your favorite Pox and Phlegm friends, Blanche Whitney, Bobby Vanilla, and Jeff Jeff White. White. That's right. right. And this time they're covering... Their own event, which is Pox News' conference on men, their greatness, uh, mainly the greatness of white men. And so we're going to— And if you put it so nimbly, it explores why men always land jelly side up. That's that's exactly— Listen for that line. It's my favorite. No, that's a good one. I, I, I prefer it to fail forward, although they both effectively mean the same thing. So uh, this is set in San Diego, where I remember uh, uh, a couple decades ago, the Republican National Convention was was held. And uh, so I I figured they would want to go back there because uh, San Diego is a fun place. It's always warm, but it's also always cloudy. So it doesn't make sense. But uh, anyway, I think this will be a a fun uh, episode and a great way to close out our 10th season. Yes, it is. (laughs) But... There's more we can say about it, Kevin. Yeah. Like these characters, um, the names, Jeff White, Bobby Vanilla, and Blanche Whitney. Yeah, that's right. And also there's a new one whose name also nimbly evokes whiteness. Right. Ash Ivory. Ash Ash Ivory. Ivory. Yeah. (laughs) We'll also be introduced to a 13-year-old PhD uh, who's an expert on men and in particular on why they steal your combs on the playground and run away with them. And why do they smell bad? And why do they smell bad? And, and why are they texting us? Because we never initiated that. But also, um, uh, there's a great commercial in here with the return of an old character, Miss Precious. That's uh, right. Yeah, about why you should be interested in young Slavic ladies. Miss Precious, of course, is a 55-year-old... Um, was he Serbian? Belarusian. Yeah, Belarusian yeah. man in unwashed lingerie. Yeah. It stretches because his belly pushes against the lacy part. But he's a noble, uh, he slash she slash it is a noble immigrant to this country looking for love and sex. Originally with us, uh, that didn't work uh, out. No. It didn't work out. We, we found him a disappointing uh, yeah. possible mate. Not a good conversationalist. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back to Day 2 of Fox News Network's State of the Patriarchy 2022 cable television event. Today, we're featuring the amazing achievements of men, particularly white men. And here are your hosts, Jeff White and Bobby Van Illa. Yes, it's me, Pox anchor Jeff White, and today it's a Pox and Phlegm Dateline special, The Conference on Men. I'm Bobby Van Illa, Pox News listeners. Today, delegates from most of the rural counties of the four corners of the nation and arms dealers are all meeting here at the Marina Hotel in sunny and beautiful San Diego, California. California, Bobby. Uh, Isn't that what I yet, Jeff? (laughs) You'll have to forgive my co-anchor, Bobby Vanilla, ladies and gentlemen. His basal pronunciation hasn't been the same since he took his 101st tasing from Blanche the third member of our crack pox and phlegm anchor team. Finally. This is our blonde, Blanche Whitney. 
Blanche, I hear that Bobby has been giving you what for in the antiseptically Death Star-like halls of Fox News Network back home. <laughs> if you mean that Bobby's been openly sexually harassing me every shift, you've got it right. And so, the Lady Dragon Taser... Not the nips. Not the nips! She can never be left uncharged. It's okay, Bobby. Let's get camera four off Bobby, please. Believe it or not, the whole Pox and Phlegm crew, Bobby included, will be laughing about this in the studio bar in only a few hours. And I hear Blanche likes to get her drinking started early. I do not. It's okay to have an occasional martini before 8 a.m., Blanche. Just don't make it a habit, especially on a studio day. <sighs> Jeff, I swear, I will put a can opener to your Adam's apple and turn the crank if you keep it up. Whoa, touchy. Maybe it's your time of the month, Lady Senorita? Well, folks, let's get to the reason we're here in the sunny south of California, the Conference on Men. We're about to take you over to San Diego's most manly location. Surely the U.S. Navy base, Jeff? No, Blanche. Some events of this year's Conference on Men take place in a rental aircraft hangar just off the main landing strip at the former Lambert Field, San Diego's International Airport, right in the middle of its downtown. And our first exclusive interview segment, called What Are Men?, is being conducted by one of the very few of my fellow women presenters at Pox News Network, Ash Ivory. Ash, are you there? Indeed, I am Blanche. I'm before a massive crowd here of, let me just do a quick count here, of over 97 people here, just off Lambert Field. And Blanche, while I have you on the line, just a quick thank you for the advice about the, um, the purchase. The T-A-S-E-R. Uh, Ash, Jeff White here. Yes, Jeff. We here at the Pox and Phlegm Bunker at the lovely and historic Marina Hotel can spell, you know, Ash. Just to be clear, I haven't been able to spell since Blanche tased me just for accidentally rocking into the women's bathroom on floor 19. Accidentally? Bobby, your synapses are fried! This is what I've been trying to say. Why don't you take it away, Ash? Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely, talented, and packing Ash Ivory at Lambert Field. Hello and good morning, patriotic fellow Americans. Gosh, isn't it great to be here in San Diego with the American flag fluttering up above us in the sea breeze? <clears throat> I said, with the American flag fluttering. That's more like it. I'm Ash Ivory, and today I'm speaking with Maisie McElroy. It's Dr. Maisie McElroy, actually. Right, sure. Miss McElroy. Doctor, I have PhDs in sociology theory and biology. I'm sorry. I forgot that some women... You're a woman, aren't you? I'm 13. Girl, woman, your call. Some women, and older girls, like to be called Ms. So welcome to the Conference on Men, Ms. McElroy. I'm just asking you to say doctor in front of my last name. Try it. My groundbreaking research in the area of fact-based, two-gender-only and fairly macho men studies has been published in the Hastings Review, The Guardian, and Tiger Beat. Very well. Maisie, no, no, you didn't say we were on a first-name basis. 
Dr. Maisie McElroy. Okay, I'm gonna let you have that. You have questions for the expert. Fire away. Well, our topic today is what is men? So let's start with the question. What are men? Men? You mean guys? Yes. That is your area of academic expertise, is it not? God, that's so embarrassing. Guys, yick. Yes, guys, if you like. Tell us, Maisie, what makes guys tick? How do they always end up falling peanut butter side up? How come they always seem to get it right? And in non-mediocre ways that guarantee a rising tide for everybody, including women and minorities. But what about the cooties? Ew. Cooties? Are you implying that men have some sort of communicable disease? They, like, steal your comb on the playground and run away with it. So gross. I hate that. Don't you? Some sort of primitive mating practice? Have you produced any peer-reviewed studies on it? Ew! Pimplet Aaron Gutman got my cell number somehow. I've gotta block him. Really? You're already on your phone? How is all this relevant to our better understanding of men and, dare I venture it, their inherent greatness? What, are you crunk, Dr. Ivory? Huh? I'm no doctor, Maisie. Yeah? Well, I am, and I kissed a boy, but you're 26 and still don't have a boyfriend. Plus, you have crow's feet already. Mic drop. Dr. McElroy, out. Well, bye, Felicia. That was Maisie McElroy, maybe with a doctorate, maybe not. After all, with the liberal news machine polluting the infoscape with its woke propaganda, who can tell anymore? This is Ash Ivory at San Diego Lambert Field and Pox News Network's Conference on Men. Back to you, Bobby Vanilla and the Pox and Phlegm team. Thanks so much, Ash Ivory from the Conference on Men. This is Bobby Vanilla. Bobby, maybe you should leave the enunciation to those still capable of it. You're looking kind of pale. I was just trying to compliment your new makeup, Blanche was all. Keep your eye on the teleprompter and off me, Bobby. Jeff White, what can we find for Bobby to do in the studio for the rest of the day? He's drooling a little. <laughs> Bobby, why don't you pull yourself back up to your full five foot six inch height with the help of the magic news wall over there? Can Bobby actually operate the magic wall? I mean, he's no John King. We'll find out later, Blanche. But let's pause for a message from our sponsors, eh? And we'll be back with you in just a few moments from San Diego with Pox News Network's State of the Patriarchy 2022 cable television event. Stay tuned. The following is a paid political announcement. Hello, my name is Parina, and I'd like to give you a few reasons for why you should be get-together-with-young-slavic-lady. Have you noticed that young-slavic-ladies have become more popular? That's right. In the 70s, it was the young Swedish babies like those two girls in ABBA. Then in the 80s, it was young, blonde American ladies with feathered hair, like Charlena Tilton of Dallas. 
the 90s for some reason saw Belgian ladies become so popular, and so on and on. Slavic ladies are really lovely, and you can't deny that many are young. And to emphasize, many men are attracted to them. We went to the street to find out. Hello, may I ask you a question? What do you think of young Slavic ladies? Oh, uh, Marina, I'm Tom, the cameraman. I bet you like them, Tom. Everyone likes them. Ask some people on the street, Marina. Okay. Uh, hello, excuse me. May I ask, what do you think of young Slavic ladies? Well, I didn't vote for him. No, no, my question was, do you think that the beauty of young Slavic ladies aren't, isn't very remarkable? I don't listen to that kind of music, and my prostrate hurts. I gotta go. Well, listener, you may see. Proof is in the yoga pants. Facts say that many men are attracted to them. Hey, have I told you? Young Slavic ladies truly respect and admire the older men. They have been raised to truly respect and value family values. They are dreaming of good husband from America, and they know all the marriage laws of our great country. I am Miss Precious. I know from experience because for many years I come to America for love and sex magic with famous radio comedy show host. I bring with me all the sexy lingerie of Minsk, Belarus. Miss Precious, hello. Why are you here? Uh, is Miss Precious not to be here? No question is for to be rhetorical. Go on. Miss Precious feels compelled to point out that listeners cannot count on young Slavic women to come to them. Each will need these rubles that only the older men have, perhaps by getting reverse mortgage or cashing in cryptocurrency for their transportation. Cargo berths in best second-class Lithuanian container ship, not free. Honestly, young Slavic women do not pay much attention to age difference. They do believe that a good personality stands first. In fact, they like men over 40 because they are stable and most wise. Men over 60 are just, as they say, icing on cake. These men treat their women with same care that Vladimir Putin treats Ukraine. While planning for your new future with young Slavic lady of your dreams, don't forget about legal fees, prenuptial agreement waiver, travel insurance, and marriage license. So good to know. Thanks, Miss Precious. Goodbye. Listener, really think. Young Slavic women are so special. They achieve their beauty without effort. They hold hands with other young Slavic ladies while shopping the Arbat. They will dance to disco versions of theme of the, the A-team or to the song you prefer. So go to this website, www.obamacare-plans.com and click link with big red lips. 
the young slavic lady of your choice will be on her way to you on next tramp freighter, so excited to find love and attentions from you. Young slavic ladies, they're not for everyone, but are they for you? Hello and welcome back to day two of Pox News Network's State of the Patriarchy 2022 cable television event. Today we're featuring the amazing achievements of men, particularly white men. And here are your hosts, Jeff White, Blanche Whitney, and clinging to the amazing patented magic news wall, Bobby Van Illa. Yes, welcome listeners to the Conference on Men, a very special broadcast event that you can only see here on the Pox News Network with your Pox and Phlegm team as hosts. I don't know how exclusive we really are, Jeff. The libtards on SNN. Snowflake, Snowflake News, News Network. Network. Yes, they've been making pretty funny and pretty damning supercuts of the conference so far, and we're only one and a half days into the event. I particularly enjoyed their musical remix segment, Karens of the Deep South, but they're men. It's good that we can both admit our respect for our competitors and their fake news drivel, Jeff. Dare we cut over to Bobby and the magic news wall? We dare indeed. Bobby Vanilla, can you tune us into the interwebs and tweetosphere to let us know how reaction to our special Conference on Men event is going down out there? Bobby? Oh, God, Jeff. He's licking the USB ports of the magic wall. Oh, funny. Depends on getting the power now. Oh, God. Gotta have me a fix of the old Zeus stuff. Gotta, 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 gotta. Bobby, for God's sake, snap out of it. I'm afraid the Lady Dragon Taser has made Bobby more or less a vegetable. That wasn't your taser, Blanche. He's always been like that. But also, let's remember, a taser, a gun, even a howitzer. These are all just weapons purely for self-defense against a hostile government. Neutral tools that simply do what we tell them. We're more free with them than without them. That's right, Blanche. And so, as the patriotic janitorial staff and their cleanup brigade is called into action to help our colleague Bobby Vanilla, let's take a brief pause to recognize our sponsors. This segment of Pox News State of the Patriarchy week-long special is sponsored, as always, by the National Rifle Association, now with more thoughts and prayers than ever before. The NRA, because angry white men need an outlet. Today's events are also sponsored by It's Not Mine Condoms. Do you want to be believed when you say, It's Not Mine? Cover your d*** and cover your ass with It's Not Mine Condoms by Plausible Denial, now in Family Packs. Welcome back to Pox and Flem's coverage of our own magnificent event. We're providing an opening for a much-needed dialogue in America, Pox's Conference on Men. This is a dialogue that can't be canceled, can't be made politically correct, no matter what the liberal elites tell us. Isn't that right, Bobby Vanilla? Bobby, where are you? I'm down here on the floor of the studio, Jeffrey. I'm sorting skittles into their natural color kinds. Well, uh, Blanche, will you do the honors? I wish I could say this will hurt me more than it will hurt you, Bobby. But honesty is the best policy. 
That look of po-faced, impotent white dyspepsia becomes you, Bobby. Pretty soon you'll be ready to take over Smucker Tarleton's show, Hours of Wheedling. Once the inevitable sexual harassment suit hits Smucker, of course. Well, Jeff, let's go ahead and cut back over to the luxuriant meeting rooms of the Del Marina Hotel. We're not quite directly on the beach in San Diego, California, but certainly within sight of the naval base's immense gray battleships with their extraordinarily stocky guns that could, quite frankly, blow a human to indiscernible pieces with the slightest push of a big red button. That's the price of liberty, Blanche, being able to efficiently explode suspicious people, like terrorists or Democrats. But now we're going to turn it over to, well, to the very busy Ash Ivory again. Are you there, Ash? Yes. I was just able to get a boober ride here to the hotel from Lambert Field, just in time for our next segment, Jeff. It's a special address with a Q&A afterwards from Craig Falsetto, regionally famous men's rights organizer of the Dust Bowl states and founding president of the Norman, Oklahoma Men Are People Too Club. Will there be firework, Ash? Will somebody cut Bobby's feed? Over to you, Ash. Thanks, Jeff. Yes, folks, it's Craig Falsetto. You probably know him from his bumper sticker campaigns. Who could forget the classic, where are our tampons sticker? And of course, the one with the stick figure man holding a bullhorn shouting, we're not looking for counterexamples. It looks like he's about to start. Thank you. Thanks. Please sit down. I appreciate the dozens of you who showed up. After all, it's a beautiful, temperate, yet cloudy day out there in San Diego. There's a girl down at the marina dressed like a mermaid and signing autographs. A lot of people went down there. Yes, well, that's okay. That's only natural. Folks, and by folks, I implicitly mean fellow men, isn't it a little depressing that we've seen a tremendous amount of social progress rolled back since the 1950s? With more women driving than ever before, the streets are crowded and barely navigable. Men aren't the sole breadwinners anymore, and that means that our girlfriends and wives are seen more and more in public, leading to temptations that even Patriot and Trust Baby Smucker Tarleton couldn't resist. With McCarthyism, you knew where you stood. None of this snowflake justice. All too correct, my friends. And please, I know that we've had a run on the complimentary mugs of Ballast Point beer, but I appreciate you giving me your ear and not your tongue. That's what she said. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But if we don't watch out, fellow men, our self-indulgent humor will be our undoing. Because something very serious is happening in this country. And it's bad news for men. Don't like it is. I've come here today with an unpleasant truth. Men like us, in the great tradition of men like Julius Caesar, George Washington, Ronald Reagan, and comedian Scott Carrot Top Thompson, we men are being replaced. We are being replaced by men from, let's not beat around the bush, men from, shall we say, southern latitudes, men like Ricky Ricardo and like Steve Urkel from Family Matters. Nerds! Yes, perhaps nerds indeed, my friends, but it gets worse. These men are already lined up to be replaced, too. That's right. They're being replaced by, you guessed it, women. Hey, hang on. My wife's a woman. I'm not talking about your loyal homemaker back in the kitchen, men. And remember, in general, I'm not expecting counterexamples, guys. But think about it. 
Do women even need us anymore? Think of all the advances of so-called science in terms of in vitro fertilization. Now your wife can just head down to the corner sperm bank, likely run by China or by the Taliban, by the way, and get tanked up for her next baby. Our role in the sacred miracle of conception and birth? Usurped. Hey, what does usurped mean? Isn't that a kind of drink at 7-Eleven? You're thinking of a Slurpee, but like a Slurpee that's been dumped on an already sticky convenience store floor, usurping is equally nasty. It means to take a position of power or importance illegally or by force. Usurped. Hey, thanks. Not a problem. But I'm afraid the story gets even worse, fellow members of the heterogametic sex, because waiting in the wings, ready to pounce and replace our women, who have replaced men of duskier pigments, is yet another fearful conspiracy. I only speak the truth, men. The Freemasons, in collusion with the Bavarian Illuminati, the Roman Catholic Church, and the Sicilian Mafia, are poised to replace all women by 2037 through the conjoint use of Richard Branson's fleet of Virgin Galactic Skyhoppers, Ivermectin, cryptocurrency, and the chemicals they put in the water to turn the frogs gay. Well, I've just been told that we need to suddenly cut away from sensitive language in Craig Falsetto's speech by, well, by someone fairly high up in the Pox and Phlegm organization, is all I can say. Jeff White, are you there? I'll hand things back over to you. <laughs> uh, thanks, Ash Ivory from the Del Marina Hotel. Sometimes, well, sometimes the plebes get a little too close and the shutters come down. I love it. Blanche Whitney, your thoughts? Jeff, no matter how evidence-free they seem, Craig Falsetto's revelations have left me stunned. Well, then you've got something in common with our colleague, Bobby Vanilla, who seems to have some sort of froth, like an over-eager and unneutered Neapolitan mastiff at his first day at the new dog park, all over his muzzle. Look how stunned he is. Blanche, the hem of your dress is so smooth and silky. May I hold on to it just for... Hands off, Bobby. In the coming days, Jeff, our State of the Patriarchy event, will be looking at which gardening tools the Founding Fathers liked best, exciting new possibilities for the medieval chastity belt, and of course, labeling the idea of structural racism as incoherent through strawmanning the arguments of the other side. I love that. And further, we're excited in following broadcasts to premiere some of Elon Musk's Love in Space poetry, as well as a very special night of gaslighting by Spotify's Joe Rogan. What's our closing image tonight? Well, it's a beautiful sunset at the air quote former president's compound at Mar-a-Lago, Florida, and we're sharing his bonfire on the beach. Isn't it tight? That's a heck of a fire, Blanche. Turns out he had a lot of kindling he brought back from the White House, Jeff. Good night, America, and God bless, well, America. Listener, you've been tuned into day two of Fox News Network's State of the Patriarchy 2022 cable television event, hosted by Jeff White, Blanche Whitney, and what's left of Bobby Van Illa after what looks like a massive neural shutdown. Uh, so, Tony, why not thank those who made today's script come to life? Well, 
your writing of the script made it come to life. Well, I guess. Life, but I think we can thank some characters, too, whose names sound like real people. And here they are. Jody Stewart-Strobelt, Steve Lloyd, Sarah O'Hare, Ryan Weldon, Maureen Hager, Tony Flynn, and Kevin Decker. We'd also like to thank The Bad Plus for our theme, 7-Minute Mind, as well as the folks who, if we had to go and eat at a Cracker Barrel, we would most want to serve us. Vern Windham, Carrie Boyce, Nancy Roth, Savannah Esty, Nisha Schramm, and the fellow who will trade heartburn medication stories with anybody, Brian Lindsay. 